Okay. What's up? This is episode number. Hello and welcome to episode number one twenty four of I only like their I only like their podcast. <laughs> I only like their old stuff podcast. This is episode one twenty four. As I just said, I'm Jho, and with me, as always, is Groove. Not always. Most of the time. You're. I don't think you've ever not been on the show. On the show, yeah. <laughs> on the show. We're uh we're back after a long hiatus. I won't go about, into about, why. About, about four years ago, I used to have to drag Jigga by the toenails to get him to report a record a podcast. The tables have turned. What? <laughs> what does that mean? What do you even mean by that? I've always recorded this podcast. Yeah, you've always recorded the podcast, but it used to be like. Oh fuck! You really? We gotta. All right, fine. You acted like you were doing me a favor. Well, I mean, things change. Relationships change. You're right. Now I'm doing you a favor. There you go. Just Groove is like I've been trying to get Groove for weeks to do this podcast, and always something comes up. I won't say which one of us has things come up. Yeah, you're right. I got a life to live. Oh, I got my mom came into town. (laughs) You want me to sit my mom down and hey, mom, hold on. I got to record this shitty I mean, podcast first. We can't go tour this new city that I live priorities, in. Priorities, man. People talking about, they don't, they're, people are asking me what, what's going on. And by people, I mean, my girlfriend has asked me, what, what's up with your shitty podcast? Fucking Clave's catching up. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. About time. He drew, he drew a new picture for us. Our friend, yeah, we need to get that up there. On Clave the doesn't know I lost about 70 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Clave is a longtime listener who has done all of our artwork over the years. Really talented dude. So shout out to him. Clave, just so you know, I got your posters for season one and season two hanging up in my office. One of those is supposed to be mine, I think. It's supposed to be yours, but you got to come get it. Oh, well. Things keep happening. Much like things keep happening to keep us from recording this podcast. But we're back. We don't need to bicker about that anymore. Don't need to cry. I got a question for you. What? I walked outside my house today and I saw an old lady down the street and she was wearing a visor. She had like the short haircut, but she had a visor on. You know how old ladies do? Yeah. (laughs) You know how old ladies do. You know how they do? You know how old ladies got me like... You know how old ladies keep it real. Yeah. They keep it at 100. Well, I was wondering why Why have I never seen an old lady in a flat bill hat? <laughs> you know? You think I've, You think the law of averages would say that at some point in time in my life, since there's been flat bills, I would have seen an old lady wearing a flat bill, like 60s and up, never seen it? I think you're going to see it here in a little while. <laughs> It needs a, it needs more time to travel. As we get older, once the hip hop is on the oldie station. What, what kind of day is that going to be for you? I don't know. I feel older every day. So. Yeah, I mean, oh, I feel older every day. <laughs> and my old moan's creaking. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of that. But I would like to see that. Much like I would like to see a dinosaur. <laughs> you know? Running down the street, like seeing an old lady in a flat bill hat. Not ironically either. She just like I got this at the at the thrift shop. Um, yeah. So there's that. <laughs> is that, is that I told you, you I got good material this week. Joey called me. I was like, "Yo, we gotta record this podcast. I got some good material." What is it with old ladies advisors? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to to Mitchell from the Oatmeal Conspiracy who gave he sent me through our friend Speedy a visor, a camouflage fish visor. 
And my girlfriend was there when I got it, and she was like, you're not wearing that. <laughs> said, Definitely. She didn't put her foot down on much, but the hat, the visor, I don't know why. Because visor's sweet, because you put the hair out the top. Dude. Keeps I, your head cool. Yeah, I mean, Mackenzie's tried to pull that before on me. Like, her father gave me some sweet shirts a long time ago. <laughs> and, like, the, the one that I thought was the coolest out of all of them was the one she was like, you are not wearing that. I wear that son of a bitch <laughs> shirt maybe 15 times a year. I love that shirt. It's maroon. It's a button-down, and it's got a bunch of ducks on it. That's sweet, man. That sounds right? like everything that I love. It's like it's like it's what I refer to as my nice shirt. <laughs> my nice shirt. Let me get my nice shirt. Everybody got that one nice shirt. Hey, uh, turn your level one down just a little bit. Okay. Just very slightly, not much. I'm uh, there. We go. Okay. Good. Um, now I am more powerful again. Um, all right. So this week we got a lot to talk about because we've been out for a while. Yeah. Um, I've got some random stuff to talk about. Should we talk about that before we get in the questions or should we do the question first? I don't give a shit about the questions. Let's get into the stuff you want to talk about. All right. So (laughs) I've been doing a lot of DJing lately. Yeah. In fact, I got a question for you. Sure. It's real old. Okay. About about three weeks ago, you sent me a text message that said, uh, ask me about $100 or something. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to get into all this, okay? I figure that will be part of this episode is I'm just going to regale you all with uh, these horrible DJ stories. Which um, are usually the... You just telling me stories are usually the best episodes we have. Right. <laughs> Which is why I don't care about the That's question. That's why I said just sit back. So I've been doing a lot of DJing lately. I talk about it on the podcast sometimes, but I've been doing a lot lately, like every night of the weekend and stuff. Uh-huh. I've been playing at the club that I normally play at. That I'm not going to say what club because I don't want to put on people on Tuesday blast. Or just- on a Tuesday? No, I've been playing on Fridays and Saturdays. I also had a prom this weekend to play. Oh man, and has it been that long again? We I, we can I measure know. the years we've been doing this podcast by the prom stories. I think know. the first episode was that we ever did was called uh, "Prom Boots and Fashion Shoots" or something. That's old. It was old. We've talked about the prom since the beginning of this podcast, um, but now I'm DJing this prom. And right, I yeah, you, I talked about I it last you year. DJ it last year. Yeah, this is my third year DJing it. Before I was chaperoning it. Right. But now I'm DJing it. Which uh, seems more appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so I got a lot to talk about about this DJ and stuff. So I've been at the club playing a lot, right? Uh-huh. And the club has a, this club that I play at has a wide variety of uh, age groups. Okay. Yeah. There's people there in their 20s. There's people there in their 60s. Okay. What this means is that no one is ever happy with me at all. <laughs> at right. any point in time I can never make anyone happy because as soon as I play something new somebody comes up and says will you play some old bullshit and <laughs> as soon as I play some old bullshit somebody comes up and says what is this we want to hear we want to hear future um or whatever it is they want to fucking hear that's whatever um but anyway so this is particularly one of these nights where I have this group of older folks and we don't really we play like hip hop and house music and like up-to-date pop music for the most part and then some like classic old-school hip-hop that's my mandate right yeah that's what i've been told that's what we do that's what we do that's what we do so this dude comes up all right and he's got his like imagine him you can imagine him in a seersucker suit (laughs) he wasn't wearing one but i like to imagine him in the seersucker suit yeah he's probably like 62 or something okay he comes up and he says no one wants to hear this (laughs) 
which is always a great way to introduce yourself to the DJ and try to get him to do what you want him to do. Yeah. It's come up and be rude right off the bat. Part of me is uh, I kind of respect that in a way because the other flip side of that is people come up and act like they're being nice and they're actually being rude. Yeah. Backhanded rude, you know, just like. Just, just going up to the mechanic and telling him he's using the wrong rent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In general, you know you know me as I've been DJing a long time, I hate requests. The worst thing you can do is ask a DJ to play a song because it's like I'm playing what I'm doing my job, you know? Right. I'm trying to get a flow going. You're fucking, you're a fucking artist. There's a reason you're so out the, there. The crowd is your canvas. You're out there and I'm back here. Is it? I'm painting this masterpiece and you just need to pay attention or go listen to your shit in your car. All right. <laughs> so then this dude comes up and he's like, Hey, Hey, I need you to, we, nobody wants to hear this. And I'm like, okay. And I just stare at him, which is my kind of like uh strategy is to just kind of like throw them off guard. You know, the more they press, the more stupid you are. Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and he's, he's waiting for me to ask like, well, what do they want? And he's like, uh, I need you to play. You should play some shag music. Can you play some shag music? <laughs> what are you playing in the heart of Charleston, South Carolina? Uh, I say, boy, I say, boy, can you put some shag music on? We've we need some, to move our hips forwards and backwards. We can't do it side to side. But, but fetch us some BLT sandwiches and, and uh, sweet and iced tea while you're at it. <laughs> yeah. So. The, <laughs> Dude asked me for shag music. And I, you know, asshole. And for the listeners, I'm sure the listeners that aren't from here, shag music is like beach music that people do this real boring ass dance to. It's 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 as white as beach music. It's as white as any music gets. It is which is ironic because all of the songs that they dance to are done by black artists. There there's an old movie from the sixties that is like you know, like sixties racist. And yeah. it's called Shag. That's not. So, I think that movie was made in the eighties, but it's set in the sixties. Yes. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's even less like acceptable. I know about the Shag because I'm from South Carolina. That's our state dance. That's where it was invented, right? Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Yeah. The center of all culture of modern society, Myrtle Beach. South and if you're Carolina. not familiar with Myrtle Beach, but you are familiar with Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, or just like picture the most tacky place in your town. Yeah. And, and just like multiply and that. Ratchet that's it up. Cool. That's Myrtle Beach. So. Ratchet it up. Ratchet it up. So, yeah, so he wants some shag music. And just to give you guys that don't know anything about shag music a good taste, it's like, I love beach music, especially when you... And it's all these songs, are like, it's these nice, sweet songs, but when you listen to the lyrics, you're like, it's pretty much like, I like fucking on the beach, especially with you at night. You know? a, and the irony is this guy says that nobody wants to hear what you're playing but like the only thing for sure is that nobody wants to hear shag music oh the one thing i am sure of in my life is that i am not allowed to play shag music at this club and i ain't about <laughs> or to any do it. club certainly not the prom and i was like i'm sorry uh i can't really play that i'm not that's not what we play here and he's like you can play it i was like no i can't really play here play it here i apologize you're you're you know i apologize i can't play shag music here sorry about that you need to play it no i'm not gonna i can't play it because i can't because i'll get fired immediately and i'm not gonna do that because you're not paying my bills so i need to get paid and he's like he's just like oh well you just cost yourself a lot of money and i was like what are you talking about do you like, see I, a fucking tip jar i was like what what do you mean you cost yourself what what do you mean i cost myself a lot of money a hundred dollars a song that's what he says, right? 
which he might as well said, um, I was going to pay you a million dollars a song because I know you're bullshitting and there ain't no way, motherfucker, you're paying me a hundred dollars a song, right? I'm, I mean, the more you tell me about this guy, the more I see the seersucker suit. He is in the seersucker He's got the bow tie on and he's like a hundred dollars a song and he just looks at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> and he walks away and I just go fucking liar <laughs> and he, <laughs> I don't what? know if he heard me or not what? do I stutter? Well, I say boy what did you say boy <laughs> what was that I say you ain't no chicken hawk I didn't know Foghorn Leghorn was the one it was Foghorn Leghorn that's how all old southern men that want shag music are to me they're Foghorn Leghorn yeah. <laughs> so apparently you're gonna get played a hundred dollars a song a hundred dollars a song. He should have just doubled down and been like a million dollars a song. And I'd been like, well, shit, I really missed out. Really missed out. He really showed me. You know, he threw his fucking cape over his shoulder and put his monocle back in and stumbled on back over to fucking <laughs> Mr. Peanut land. It just, uh, so, yeah, so that happened. Uh, it, I, I've had so many things happen the past couple of weeks there. Uh, this is a new one that I hadn't, hadn't really had to happen before. I had a lady come up and request a song while the song was playing. It was Uptown Funk. I'm sure you're familiar with that classic, yeah. right? Because yeah. it's playing in every fucking radio in the world right now. And, uh, yeah, she's like, will you play Uptown Funk? I'm like, I just point to the ceiling, like point to God, and just go, this is... This is what... This is what... This is the play... This is the song that's playing, right? Do you not know this song? Did you just did you just like walk into clubs and go, uh, I've heard of this song, Uptown Funk. Uh, not heard it yet. This should be my first chance to. Will you play it for me? I want that song all the kids love these days. She was very excited when I told her it was playing. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, oh, so it is. And she walks away. I had another dude late in the night come up, and he goes... Pitbull, late. Pitbull? Hey, man. Like, what are you talking about? I think I hear Pitbull in there. Uh, Mr. Worldwide, I think, is what he goes by. Um, Which I love when people request Pitbull because I'm just like, well, if you just wait a few minutes, Pitbull's on every fucking song I play. Even songs that were done back in the late 90s, Pitbull just appears on them now. It's just some kind of thing that happens now. Yeah. He yeah, just yeah. he just has a verse on everything. You know, I'm playing. Well, old... I don't know if you can call it a verse. Yeah. <laughs> you can call it anything he, just he be, says. He just says the same thing over and over again. Um, yeah. So he's like, and I finally figure out this guy is saying, will you play a Pitbull song so I can get laid? And I look over and I see this group of girls at the bar. And I look at this dude and he is unintelligible. I can't understand what he's saying. And I just look back at them and I look at him and I'm like, uh, sure. Why not? And so I play Mr. Worldwide. I play a Pitbull song. I don't know what one. Does it matter? They're all the same. I play it. Like a friend of mine says, he says, the good thing about Pitbull is he announces that he's singing on the track so you can turn it off. <laughs> it's like a Mr. Worldwide. Whoop, bloop. So I put it on, and uh, needless to say, those women did not move from the bar where they were at. Of course not. He was just like, that time that Rajon Rondo tried to get in the in the, the heat uh, huddle. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he Speaking kept playoffs. getting pushed out, getting pushed out. It was like that. And I I think this this dude needed a little more help than uh, than I or Pitbull could provide in that situation. Wrong Pitbull song, on. Yeah, maybe it was my fault. I should have played. The, I don't know. Whatever that other one is. The Pitbull. Yeah. Play the Pitbull. I, I, speaking of obnoxious songs, 
I have a question. Okay. If you could only listen to one song for the rest of your life, you have to choose between these two. Okay. Uh, welcome to Miami. Okay. Or? Temperature about to reach 500 degrees. <laughs> or Wild Wild West. Oh, welcome to Miami, hands down. Okay, all right. Hands down. That seems like an unfair question because I'm not a fan of Wild Wild West at all, and Welcome to Miami is a great track. <laughs> A, a great define like are you using great like it's great man it's got nate dog on it how can you hate on that song uh i don't know i was sitting in i was i was hanging out with some friends of mine and, and like this dude was playing old songs on his on his uh you know phone or whatever yeah. and uh this this friend of mine is grew up in maine right and you're thinking to yourself, like people grow up in Maine, like that's that that's a thing that happens. And I'm here to tell you, yeah, it definitely does. And he's just like, I don't know, he's like six five, and yeah. he's a ginger, and his hair goes down to his shoulders, right? And he's yeah. like the nicest guy on the face of this earth. He's really cool. But he <laughs> said uh, they were like talking about, oh, which one would you rather listen to? You know, uh, Miami or or. Uh, Wild Wild West and like everybody was like oh I don't remember how that song starts and he was like oh I was such a big fan of Will Smith growing up he started rapping Wild Wild West nice <laughs> it was ridiculous like I, I still don't remember how it starts out but you know he, he had the lyrics man he was ready for it he'd been waiting for a long time to get to rap the, the opening of that track That's that, that reminds me of another guy that used to come uh, at request songs all the time and th this guy I think he had a straight <laughs> I'm not making fun of that at all. He, I think he had a stroke. <laughs> Way to cover your ass. Well, you're the one laughing, but oh. I don't know why you're laughing because that's not funny to me. All right, <laughs> it's not funny to me. He had a stroke, but needless to say, it made it a little bit harder for me to understand what he was saying, especially when the music's loud and this dude would get very drunk. Right, okay. I was just about to say, you sure he wasn't just drunk? He was no, he had had a stroke. It's obviously he had a stroke. Somebody else had told me that, and oh. he. He was, and I always feel bad because he's just like I couldn't understand it. But he always requested getting jiggy with it by, by Will Smith. Which one would you rather listen to? Getting jiggy with it, I think is probably the best out of all this. What about what about that Men in Black theme song? No, no, that, get that no? out of here. No. I underrated though. I'll be no, honest with you. No, that song's not very good. I don't think. But you need to make go double check it. He was. Our <laughs> I always felt for this guy, you know, because like he had a hard time communicating with me and I was like, okay, I play this song, getting jiggy with it. Until one time he asked me to play it and he goes, I like that Will Smith. He says, when he said, it's okay when he says the N word, but he didn't say the N word. He actually said the N word. Oh God. He said, it's okay when he says the N word, but when I say it, I get in trouble. <laughs> And I was oh, like, oh, the plight. I was like, <laughs> you're probably right. <laughs> I don't even think Will Smith says it. I don't think so either. But he was trying to make some point. And I was like, yep, you do. <laughs> you do get in trouble when you say it. <laughs> and I don't feel bad for you anymore. <laughs> and I'm not going to play getting jiggy with it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No. Well, no, no. there's this other dude who, like, I don't know. I won't go into that guy, but yeah. <laughs> there's this other dude who's dressed like Truman Capote at the club, and he's really older. He's like older as in like 70s. And he always asks for two songs. He asks for R. Kelly's Step in the Name of. Okay. <laughs> and he asked for Drake's well, uh, We're Going Home. Just hold on, we're going home or whatever. You know what, what? song that is? 
Like, Just I'm don't... coming home. No, no, no. Okay. Oh, now you fucked me up. Uh-oh. It's like, uh, I got my eyes on you. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That I know song? That's... Okay, yeah. so he always asks for that. Never tips, right? And he gets real pissed off when you don't play a song immediately. All right? Yeah. Well, one time this lady came up, and she was probably in her 40s. She's like, I met this little old man, and he's so sweet, and all he wants is a slow song to dance to. And I was like... Uh okay well I don't really play slow songs I mean I don't necessarily play slow songs if you could give me a specific song I'll try to play something and she's like I just want to just play a slow song and I'm like okay well I'm playing faster stuff right now so I'm probably not gonna play like a you mean like a slow dance song that's what you want like the dance floor is people on the dance floor I can't I can't do that right now it's gonna clear it out here like a fart you know <laughs> so she just keeps coming up and she's like this little old man I feel so bad for me just telling me his whole life story and blah 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 and she's like. She's like, I'll do anything for you if you play me a slow song. And I was like, $100 a song. I was like, oh, $100 a song? Heard that one before. <laughs> no, she's like, my son is, is the lead singer of, of some band. Uh, like, uh, the, what is it? Uh, Taking Back Sunday or something? Okay. She's like, my son is the lead singer of Taking Back Sunday. I'm serious. This is a true story. She says, I can call him right now and let you talk to him. And I was like, why? I was like, what am I going to say to the, why, what would I say to this guy? Hey, man, your mom's being fucking annoying. Hey, your mom said she'd do anything for me if I play a slow song. Like, <laughs> Did your mom give you? <laughs> yeah, you can imagine where that could go. Not uh, interested. Yeah, so I'm like, <laughs> she's like, she does this. And I was just like, uh, why? And she's just like, well, you could talk to him. And I'm like, uh, what am I going to? Asking about the record business or something like, was he gonna get me a job like as as his tour DJ or something? Like what? What are you talking about? And she's just like, finally she comes up again, and I'm like, she gives me a song to play, a specific song. It's like a, a sexy back by Justin Timberlake, I think. Let's say. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I can play that. Finally, you're on something I can play. So I play that, and I look out on the dance floor, and it's that motherfucker looking like Truman Capote that always requests that Drake song, and he's out there just inappropriately booty dancing on this girl he is just behind her just wailing on her like imagine night at the roxbury you know that (laughs) the skit in the night at the roxbury how those guys dance with the girl real inappropriately right it was like that and i was just immediately like it was that motherfucker right there it was that dude i'm just wondering like how many of our fans listen to taking back sunday and are gonna go tweet that guy that his mom's like up in Wilmington DJ places and like trying to I don't know do I need to bleep it out you think I don't think you do I, don't, I, I really I, I genuinely am not concerned yeah, yeah. I, she might have said her son was the drummer or something I don't know I think she said he was the lead singer though I'm pretty sure but anyway that was that that dude I'd be more surprised if people still listen to Taking Back Sunday yeah that you know, I never listened to him, so I wouldn't even know what to say to the dude. But right. anyway, people come up all the time and they're rude to me as a DJ that I have the power to play or not play your song. And they're like, play my song and play it now. Like, what do you want? Here, someone wants to hear this shitty song. I wish I had a microphone sometimes so I could be like, hey, this girl right here wants to hear this shitty song right now. She doesn't care about any of the rest of you. She only cares about herself. Let's dance. <laughs> hey, y'all, I'm just going to put this, pocket, this uh, iPod up here. Just take turns. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Why don't you just bring your iPod in here? I'll just play. Why don't you just come back here and do this? (laughs) 
How about that? Yeah. I'll come out there and dance and complain about your shitty songs. Yeah, I like how they come up and they're like super rude or super passive aggressive or like they give me a sideways look. Like I can tell when they're walking up because they bobble their head and give me a sideways look and they're like, uh, I really like what you're playing, but uh, can you play this song or whatever? And then they, when I say, well, I'll try to play it in a little while, they immediately get aggressive and are like, why can't you play it right now? We're about to leave. We're about to leave. We're about to leave is the greatest fucking lie on the planet. I'm like, okay, well, listen to it in your car. <laughs> have a good night. Why are you leaving? Yeah, have a good night. Problem solved. This is this works out great for both of us. I don't want you here, and you're leaving. So let's not even worry about the song requests. <laughs> like, yeah. And this <laughs> this woman the week other week came up to me, and she's like the negotiator. She's trying to negotiate with me. Well, yeah. I know that this song is really bad, but why don't you play like two minutes of it, and then you can mix it into this, right? And like. I'm like, oh, you, so you know how all this works, right? And she continued to be rude to me, and every time she's in there, she's rude to me, and finally she came up to me again, and I said, you're rude to me every time you come in here. And her f- jaw hit the floor. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're rude to me every time I come in here, and you know what? I don't really need that, so see ya. So yeah, there was that. Um, there's this song, Truffle Butter, out now. Tr- excuse me? Truffle, Truffle Butter. Butter. It's about, from what I gather, it's like, you never heard it? No. Uh <laughs> It's I'm got behind, man. It's got Drake on. I think it's a Drake song, but Nick, Drake, Nicki Minaj, and Lil Wayne are on it. You know, sounds sounds great so far. The triumvirate, the whole, the whole, what the Holy Ghost, the Spirit, and the whatever. Yeah, um, yeah it's the one where Drake goes thinking out loud. He starts like that. Um, it's got a really good beat to it, but Lil Wayne's verse is absurd, as you would imagine. Yeah, he raps about going to the bank teller. And well, the whole song is apparently about licking uh, truffle butter. I don't know if you know what truffle butter is. It's a butter made out of truffles. It's rich people shit. Okay. 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 There's some rich people shit like eggs Benedict or uh, pimento cheese sandwiches, right? Yeah. So it's talking about licking truffle butter off of a lady's private parts. <laughs> okay. I would have preferred you to say privates. Privates. He talks about don't tell your friends that I eat it in the morning. Because I guess he doesn't want people to find out that he eats truffle butter in the morning. I don't know. But he goes on to rap about how he's going to the bank teller, right? As if little Wayne walks into the bank with a sack of money with the dollar sign on it, you know? Yeah. And he deposits his money. And, of course, once she sees his bank account, she wants to go to the bathroom and have sexual relations with him, right? And I do. As she would because, of course, women love money, right? Yeah. And so they go to the bathroom, and he's like, put your hands on the toilet. And I'm just like, wait. It's like that record goes, and I'm like, wait, what? Put your hands on the toilet? Gross. That is gross. No, definitely not. If I think I know where you're going with this, and no. Hands on the toilet, no. I'm to draw a line somewhere. Like, do I get to put down some toilet paper first? <laughs> Am I going to put down that, like, half cowboy hat thing that, like, comes out of the dispenser from the wall? Or what? What is that? Uh, what is that? I, want, I want my new Halloween costume is going to be toilet paper cowboy. <laughs> With that thing, the toilet paper free cowboy hats. Yeah. Think about that next time you see that. So that, that was, that's all that. And I played the prom the other day, right? And of course, let me ask you this. Was the 
crowd at the prom as obnoxious as the crowd at the at the club? Definitely not. There was a few obnoxious kids, but on the whole, and it's always this way I want to play for these kids. They were pretty cool, and they wanted to just dance and dance mostly to the dance stuff. And the stuff that I couldn't play was really stuff that's, like, I think not great to dance to anyway. Like, at one point in the night, I played this Drake song that they were all requesting. And mm-hmm. I played it, and everyone in the place, including me, realized, oh, there's a reason why we don't really want to dance to this, because how do we dance to this? And everyone was just staring at each other awkwardly. Uh, So I was like, there you go. You got what you wanted. Let's see you break it down to this song that has no beat to it and no hook. You know? So anyway, the problem was fine. Uh, Everything went well, but I had a sign-up sheet. like I had like a request sheet. Yeah. Uh, a pad and paper, which was up front, which I uh, never looked at, of course. Um, just, hey, well, no, put it on the sheet. Put it on the sheet, 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 put it on the sheet. So uh, they put it on the sheet, and uh, I look at the sheet the next morning. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. There's a line on the sheet that just says black music. Oh, my God. It just says black music. <laughs> okay. Black music. Uh, How does that make you feel? I mean, you know. Black music. Just cut to the chase. I love beach music. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so, so there's that. Um, oh, another funny thing about the club is that, uh, that same night that the dude asked for the Pitbull song, I was uh, playing Turn Down for What? You know that song, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says Turn Down for What over and over again. Well, it builds up to turn down for what? And whenever it builds up, I slowly cut it out until it's nothing. Like, I filter it out until it's dead. And so everybody's, like, kind of awkwardly staring. And then I slam it back in when he says turn down for what? Well, I screwed it up this time and did it too late. And right when I, I cut it out, right when the little John says turn down for what? And some dude in the club screamed turn down for what? Right as I cut it out and got super embarrassed immediately. <laughs> he just, he was like, turn down for whoa, look at the time. Just, he just like backed into the crowd and, and ran out. I just heard t- tire squealing in the parking lot as he left. <laughs> he was so embarrassed. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's good. That's all like uh, in that uh, All I Do Is Win song. You know that song? Oh, uh, yeah. All I Do Is Win, 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 Win. And there's a part that goes, uh, everybody's hands go up and then it cuts out and then it comes back in and it says and they stay there and uh my new thing now and i did it at the prom too is that when it goes everybody's hands go up i just cut the song off and just wait for like 10 15 seconds yeah yeah and they just stare at each other with their hands up <laughs> and then i just see when they realize the moment of like they've been had <laughs> you know, and i start playing another song it's always a good one that's when you need to move right into a slow dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now we've come to the end of the road. What's that? Oh, in all my life. I've said before, that's the number one prom song of any prom all time. I didn't play it the other night, but I should have. Casey and JoJo, right? Well, it's probably it's probably because you used to be a chaperone while you didn't play that. Song. Yeah, babies get made. <laughs> All my life, pray for someone like you. And I thank God, thank God that I finally found you. It's so good. It is so good. It's so good. It makes it's giving me all warm feelings right now. Um, 
things are happening inside of me right now. Um, yeah, so there was that. All that's happened. So DJing. You got any other questions about that stuff? Uh, Did I cover that enough? I think, yeah. Pretty I think good shit, good. right? Uh, another thing, <laughs> Nelly played in my town a couple weeks ago since we last recorded. Didn't he get arrested, too? Okay, so I'm getting to that. Okay. <laughs> he played in our town, and something about it made me not pay $35 to go see Nelly, even though I really love Nelly. We've talked on this show about how Nelly's great, right? Nelly is awesome. I love it. Country Grammar is still, like, people love that song, and I still play it all the time, and it doesn't matter what age, people love that song. Um, and he's got a million good songs, right? Yep. So... <laughs> I didn't go to the concert and it turns out I think it was probably a good idea because he showed up an hour and a half late and he only played for like 50 minutes and apparently the sound sucked and he sucked and had no energy and everyone was complaining about it. So the next day, not even, he, so they played in Wilmington and then they left on their tour bus, not even eight hours after they left or something, 10 hours after they left. I see the news on my news feed that Nelly has been arrested in Tennessee for a uh, gun and methamphetamine possession. Mm. And he needed a little pick me up. Yeah. He just, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I look on my Twitter feed and on Facebook and everybody's like, good. He sucked. <laughs> good. Everyone from Wilmington's like, good. He sucked. He deserves to get arrested. Like that's harsh. There was a lot of good puns on his songs too. Like so my friend Wes said, uh, "Well, I guess nobody wants to ride with him now." <laughs> <laughs> it's getting hot in here, so let me take all this meth. It's so good. Though. It is so good. It's getting hot in here, so let me take all this meth. <laughs> yeah. Like no, not as good. I'm reading. I'm just reading them out. There were some other good ones, but I don't I don't remember all of them. Just um, thinking of other desserts. I'm just thinking of other desserts. <laughs> Nobody wants to ride with them now. It's pretty good. Though. Um, yeah. So Nelly, I guess fuck Nelly then, right? I mean, I don't think so. He ain't going to jail. He's right? not gonna stay there. No, and they stay there. Um, his uh, certainly somebody's gonna take the fall for that, right? I mean, I, we'll find out. I Nelly guess. Got, I mean, Nelly got. Surely people. they'll be covering it on CNN soon. Yeah, N- Nelly got people that go. You know, will go to jail for him. I'm sure. Still, that's the question. I would think so, right? He definitely, he definitely had at some point. Yeah. But uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't know if he still does. I would, I would think so, but maybe he doesn't. He had like a gold-plated uh, Desert Eagle. <laughs> I don't know what what gun that is, but it's like a really nice gun, and he had a gold-plated one. Uh, Desert Eagle is like about as big as you can get in a handgun, dude. Is it? I didn't know you knew so much about handguns. Well, you know, you got to know some things. When your name is is is, has the initials D E. Yeah. What does that mean? Some people call you D Eagle. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty bad. That's bad. (laughs) I'm just saying. You tell tell Owen that's bad. All right. Uh, what's the so anyway that's that's my stories what's the hype what you got oh man you got any hype I I don't know I mean uh, (sighs) summer's coming up (laughs) wow (laughs) what's your hype I got some hype still out my hype was that I had a birthday yeah my birthday was two weeks ago 
Yeah. And uh, I usually I hate my birthday because it just is always bad things happen around my birthday and I don't have a good time. But I had a really good time this time. And uh, I don't know. It was good. That's cool. Went and had some sushi at that sushi place I've taken you to. Mm-hmm. Girlfriend came down. A bunch of my friends came out. Played, uh, went over and played pinball and pool afterwards. And uh, had a good night. Well, slick. You got any other hype? <laughs> you do I ever. <laughs> um, so I've had a toothache for about a month now. Yep. And I finally went to the dentist about it, and they were like, well, your tooth, your wisdom tooth is in crooked and has drilled a hole in the side of your molar, and that's where the pain is coming from. And you've got to get the wisdom tooth and the molar taken out as soon as possible. And so I went to the dentist last week. Is that a Monday? (laughs) On a Tuesday. Um, And yeah, (laughs) everybody hates Mondays, right? I mean, you know, I'm making Garfield jokes. That's how how with it I am today. Um, Yeah, so I went and got the tooth taken out and I of course didn't need to spend a lot of money so the guy was like well i can take it out here by just giving you local anesthetic and uh never knew what the uh you haven't lived until you've heard your own teeth cracking as they pull them out of your skull fuck off (laughs) just terror Uh -uh. terrifying Uh -uh. bad real bad real bad (laughs) shit that's awful and so now I'm recovering from that and it still hurts. And I'll never get that sound out of my head. <laughs> so apparently, like, I was reading up on that LASIK eye surgery. Yeah. And you do that awake. Oh. Apparently you can smell your eye burning. I believe that. And they say it smells kind of like you know the dentist's office when you get the smoke coming out of your your tooth you know yeah and i did they did have to use a drill like a saw on my tooth and you can hear smell the burning tooth you know yeah so i could imagine with your eye like it being that same i I just don't know how anyone like what was the first person that did that thinking i don't know you're like how do you move from like well we've done it on a pig five times and the pig hasn't complained (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I was just kept thinking about, man, if it was 100 years ago, how would this tooth thing go down? Oh, that would be it. You'd be dead. I, I guess I would just die, right? <laughs> you would just die. Yeah, you would just die slowly and painfully. Like, imagine if they didn't weren't able to give me that local anesthetic. God, thank God for science. Oh, man. I mean, honestly, right? Yeah, seriously. Man, can you imagine if we still thought that, like, God did everything? Um, <laughs> I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know how to respond to that. Well, I'm just saying that, like, does God not do everything now? <laughs> no, no. God doesn't perform LASIK eye surgery. I'll tell you that right now. If God wants it to happen. <laughs> oh, he's magic. Happen. Yeah, so I went from the high of like really great birthday, really awesome, spending time with my friends to. Alone in the dentist's office, getting just, my teeth pulled. Yeah. Hearing your tooth crack. Life is just like the universe was like, you had a little too much fun on your birthday. What do you have to say? I mean, this is my hype still out. 
Okay. Are you excited at all about this? About new anything? Movie? No. About this new Avengers movie? Uh, no. Like, I'm I'm tired of this shit. Yeah, I think they've overplayed it. There's, I mean, this, this is like the next twenty years. Uh, this yeah. is it. We're just gonna have Marvel, but like, tongue-in-cheek Marvel movies and shitty, gritty Superman, Batman, DC movies. That looks like a piece of shit. I have zero, less than zero interest in that movie. But yeah, I have, I have like, I'm maybe at like one percent interest in this Avengers movie. I mean, are you gonna go see it? Uh maybe. I don't know. Are you gonna go see it? I, I mean, it's like I, I guess, cause like that's it. That's a, if I want to go to a movie, I gotta go to a shitty Marvel movie now. I guess maybe there's other stuff out. I don't know. I saw some trailer for something else that's coming out. Oh, <laughs> Pitch Perfect two. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'll uh, go see that. That'll be better than a Marvel movie. Definitely no, <laughs> no. Yeah, I just I don't know, man. Like I feel bad because like a bunch of my friends were emailing yeah. about it and stuff, and like I just I'm not really. Or they were emailing about that Batman movie. In fact, I started it. I saw the leaked trailer and I was like, I'll send this to these guys, you know, because yeah. I know they're into it. But like the more I thought about it, the more I was like, I don't I'm I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, we've been exposed to too much cool shit that it's just. We're just is that what it is? Are yeah. you telling me that this is all cool? I mean, I'm going to go. I think that I'm supposed to think Robert it's Downey cool. Jr. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man's great. But I don't That's one of those things. I'm going to ask my girlfriend if she wants to go, I guess. But if she doesn't want to go, I'm not going to push it and be like, yeah, we got to go. Got to go see this. You it's know. the age of Ultron. I don't think I'm going to go see it by myself. No. I'm not just not that excited about it. Mm. I'm with you. I don't know. Well, fucking get me off the podcast, man. man just I went from my high energy to just pulling my teeth now down here. You're just pulling my teeth, dude. You're just pulling my teeth. Cracking your teeth. I don't know. I mean, I've just been thinking about it for a couple of days, you know, as you do. Just been driving, driving a lot. and <laughs> Just thinking about the Avengers movie. Just, about just sadly staring out the window. I wish Have I was you watched excited. any of that uh, Daredevil. No, but I've heard about it. It's I one mean, of those things where people have pushed it way over the top now for me. So it better come out down here and like wash my car. I'll tell you right now. I've seen like I've watched like seven or eight episodes, and uh, I did not feel the need to binge watch it. I'll say that. So you're, you're one on the other side that's not saying, I've heard it is the greatest thing ever created in mo- modern society. No, everybody's it's a greater feat than the pyramids, than any great literature written over the past couple <laughs> centuries. It is the greatest thing to ever happen to mankind. People are so thirsty, man. They're fooling themselves. It's not that good. Okay. It's not, it's not bad. Like the first four episodes, Mackenzie and I were like, whatever, you know, like we watch one episode a day, you know, like usually if there's a show and it's like really good, you know, we'll be like, oh, what's up? Let's get this going. You know, let's kick it off. And uh, I'm way more stoked for uh, Silicon Valley and Veep each week. Yeah, I want to start watching Silicon Valley. Have you seen Veep? Uh, Yeah, I can't get into it. Hello? I don't. I can't get into it. Have you? What? Did 
I'm curious how you can't get into it. It just, uh, it doesn't, I don't, I'm not that into it. I've tried. Once? Twice? Four or five episodes. Fuck off. I just don't think it's funny. Okay, well, maybe you will like Daredevil. Maybe you <laughs> oh. will like Daredevil. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> no, I mean, there's no accounting for taste, you know, so. Well, yeah, that's cool. That's obviously clear. <laughs> No, I, I think it's great. I love it. It's my favorite show on TV right now. I Daredevil mean, is? But what? Daredevil is? <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm also curious. Where are you at with Game of Thrones? I'm caught up. I watched last night's episode. What do you have to say about it? Uh, this season seems real transition-y. There's not a lot of stuff yeah. going on. Like a lot of little things to like kind of be like, oh, we got to get the plot to somewhere else. Uh yeah, a lot, a lot of, of people movie. traveling. Yeah, but it's good. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean it's still pretty to look at for me. Yeah, but I'm not like, I don't know, I'm not living and dying by it. Yeah, it's not blowing my socks off or anything right now, but it has had like the past couple seasons have had some pretty steep. I'm guessing it's gonna ratchet up a lot. Yeah, I think it will. I mean, we're already we're already in some cases in some storylines past book five really yeah i didn't think that would happen until later on in the season but wow yeah so i mean that part of it is kind of cool i actually kind of like that part of it where i don't know what's you know it's like even yeah. though i may be like man you know some of my inner like <laughs> i'm glad that made you cough <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh Nah, it's it's all right. I mean, I'm I'm down with the. I mean, McKenzie, McKenzie and I both are just like just constantly waiting for Arya scenes. Yeah, yeah. She's that that whole storyline's interesting, and she's good. Um, yeah, it's it's a tough gamble when you cast children actors, right? Oh, and I think they've done a great job in that show all around. I, yeah, for the most part, but she's. I th- I feel like she's better than all the rest of them. Yeah, she's my favorite character besides the default of Tyrion, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have to take him out of the equation, but like <laughs> him, gotta, yeah. him and the spider together have been pretty good, pretty entertaining. Uh, yeah, it's just that they, they haven't had much opportunity to get outside that wooden box. Good dialogue, but not a lot of, uh, yeah. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? You got any hype still out? Um... Well, I watched American Horror Story season one. I thought you were watching season four. I did, but I was watching that, but I decided I needed to watch season one. Uh-huh. So I watched that. It's really good. Um, way better than the season four. And huh. I'm starting on season two now, so I've been told this is the best ep- best season, season two. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see. It's pretty intense. It's a little hard to watch. It's too much for me. Yeah, it would definitely. It's almost too much for me. Really? Yeah. And I'm not nearly as much of a wuss as you are. <laughs> Mackenzie had a, she was like, I was like sick last week. Yeah. And uh, I was out, man. I was. I know. That's why we didn't record. I know, but I hadn't been that sick since 2002. And, uh, and she was all, you know trying to put on some fucking horror movies while I was sick. I was like, can you not please, please not do that while I'm dying already. Yeah. Good stories. Just, I'm just full of good stories. I wish I was a DJ. I wish you, <laughs> I wish you were too. 
<laughs> At least I wish that was fun. Everybody's but. a DJ, so everybody's uh, a photographer. Everybody's a DJ. What have you been consuming? Oh, we've already, we've just been talking about TV. You've been doing, listening to anything? No, just same stuff. I've been listening to shitty music for this prom. So I got a podcast that was real. It, it got like relatively popular for a minute when it was like uh, premiering and like or like new episodes were premiering. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a really big ask, and so it didn't get overwhelmingly popular. Plus, the subject matter is not necessarily something that everybody would like be interested in. Mm-hmm. But it's called um, it's Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, and the series. Like his his podcast is called Hardcore History, right? I got you. But I I've never really I, I only subscribed because of this um, one arc of podcasts that he was putting out called Blueprint for Armageddon, and it's five episodes, and each of the episodes is dedicated to World War One, and each of the episodes is like three and a half to four hours. Wow. And when it when I first heard about it, uh, I downloaded it and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get into this." You know, it was like two episodes in, and I listened to like 15 minutes. And I was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, I can't." Nope. <laughs> and Why? then I was, uh, you know, two out of the past three weekends, I've been out of town, and so, you know, I've I've been like driving by myself, and I was like, "Let me give this another shot," you know, because I kept it because I knew it was like good, you know, that like I would eventually want to listen to it. I just didn't want to at that time. And uh, I got to tell you, man, if you're going to go on a road trip, because it's basically like a book on tape, you know what I mean? And World War One is one of those, you know, where like it's so complex. There's so much going on, so much changing that it's kind of hard to wrap your mind around it just from one thing. And most of the way, I guess, like the general public kind of learns about history these days is by watching fictionalized versions of it or maybe like docudramas or something like that. And um, this is, uh, it's good. And once you can break through the first like 10, 15 minutes and kind of get into the rhythm of how this guy talks and how this guy presents information, then you're like, I don't know, I'm in it, you know? And so now I'm just like, like kind of absentmindedly listening to all the complexities of the first world war as I'm like doing laundry and doing the dishes and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm interested in that because I'm actually interested in World War One because World War Two gets all the credit, right? As being the, gra- the greatest World War, right? And uh, there's a lot of interesting stuff out of World War One, and a lot of TV shows and stuff are touching on that era a lot more, you know. So, well, last year was the hundredth anniversary, you know, and mm-hmm. so I think some of the popularity kind of came up a little bit because people were like ready to kind of like remember, you know, it at, at, at being the centennial. But um, yeah, there's so much changing in the world at that time. You know, there's the, all the, you know, a lot of people were ready to fight an old style war, but they were fighting with modern technology and motherfuckers got killed. <laughs> They yeah. got so killed. It was ways. horrific. Yeah. So I think you'd really like it. If you have any interest at all, which my interest was at like maybe like a four out of 10, you know, because yeah. I was in England at the time and I was like, there was all these things happening for the first world war. And like when my mom and stepdad were there, we were all like asking each other, all right. So like, how did this war start? And like, what was, you know, the cause and how did it unfurl? And we were all like staring at each other like, oh, we're a bunch of idiots. You know, we need to do our homework. 
And then like three weeks later, you know, I'm listening to a podcast where they recommend this guy's show and that's when I downloaded it. But at the time I just couldn't devote my attention to it. Now I'm really happy to be returning to it. So Dan Carlin's hardcore history, five episodes, blueprint for Armageddon, treat it like a book on tape. Don't try to treat it like a podcast, you know, listen to it for a while, take a break, come back to it. It's, uh, it's consumable for sure. And it's really good. Cool. Check it out. (laughs) Huzzah. Uh, are we going to record again this week? Oh, we, well, I I don't know. Are we going to record again this week? I'm finally in the mood to record. <laughs> now that we're done. Now that we're done. I think we should try to go for two in one week. Just give the people what they want. All right. Because we need to talk about the NBA playoffs because people, you know, people love to hear us talking oh, about the NBA. It. All of our fans are big sports fans. Yeah, they love it. <laughs> Huge sport fans. And we're, we're, we're so good. Let me ask you this. Be honest. Be real. Real talk. How many... How many games of the first round of the playoffs have you actually watched? Zero. Have you watched any quarters? No, I've watched highlights. That's it? No, I have not watched any. I'm, I need to. I feel bad. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel bad. I, I mean, I've watched much Some more than you, but I definitely you, haven't. Like, you know, I've, I've got all the games on record, you know, and so I'll watch probably two quarters of each game but i've been like am i allowed to call myself an nba fan like yeah. i haven't you know whatever fuck it well we'll get into that i'm cool to record again so okay we'll do it well that's it for me all right that's it for me too thanks for listening uh check out the oatmeal conspiracy that do our theme song uh you can google the oatmeal conspiracy and find them they're also on Bandcamp. Uh, check us out I don't like their old stuff at gmail.com iolts.com uh, twitter.com slash iolts and facebook.com slash iolts network and I guess that's it we out did you start reading your email